Welcome to another Tuesday morning with Justin, healthcare, leadership, and life. I'm your host, Justin Futrell, Benefit Advisor at True North Companies. Today, we're really going to focus on leadership and life because Dr. Jason Steinle is going to be with us. And let me give you a couple quotes to set the stage. You can do it all. Yeah, I can. But can I do it all really well? Also, Dr. Stanley goes into when he was once a radio and TV host in his 20s. Wait till you hear what he shares with his quarter-life crisis research they did. I do want to give you a teaser. The takeaway from that survey was once we accept that we matter, that your life is important, the choices you make on a day-to-day basis become easier. I'm excited to be on today with Dr. Jason Steinle, a chiropractor, but not just any chiropractor in Evergreen, Colorado. Dr. Steinle, thanks for joining today. Thanks, Mr. Fruchel. It's great to be on your show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we've been trying for a long time, but the two of us have some calendars that fill up quickly, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just so glad we got on here. And I do want to say. They, uh, Dr. Steinle said this is the third Zoom call he's been on in the last two years, and that is an anomaly <laughs> for the majority of us. <laughs> we we had some it makes technical difficulties at the beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We're we're back in the shoes of of March uh, March twentieth. When I when I was having my first uh, 2020, when I was having my first technical difficulties on Zoom, yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense because you, Dr. Stanley, work hands on with right. so many people in your business. And as this is part of the our what do you do series, I'm selfishly excited to tap into you and for listeners here today and. We want to cover maybe what a normal day looks like. We'll talk about work-life balance and, and get into leadership and whatever else comes along the way. So let's start at the top. Dr. Steinle, what, is, what does a day look like for you? Well, as you said, I'm, I'm a doctor of, of chiropractic. I've been in practice now for 21 years here in Evergreen, Colorado. And so we're in the office uh, seeing patients. Monday through Thursday. And so a typical day uh, when, when we're in the office, uh, we'll go to like uh, yesterday. I'll get up early. I, I know you're an early riser too. And uh, like yesterday, I got up at 4.30. And uh, that's a, that's a morning workout. And as I've gotten older too, I, I really focused that, that workout also to incorporate a lot of stretching and also making sure that I'm, I'm putting positive thoughts or spiritual lessons into my, my head. And so uh, I'll either listen to an audio book. Or I, I recorded it's like a 15 minute personal affirmation that that I'll just put on and listen to, especially if it's like the, the warm up and then uh, the workouts. I try to just be really efficient. I know you've been 
doing Peloton early in the mornings as well. And I really like those because it, it often gets me to a to a workout level a lot quicker than if I'm just left to my own vices. And then it's do you know what I mean? Like you you just, you just kinda kinda get motivated quickly um uh, when when somebody's yeah. driving you. And then uh, Exactly. It's not just it's, you um, on the bike. It, it's someone pushing you. Yeah, it's somebody pushing you. Now, I will say other days, um, and, and I know you do a lot with uh, triathlons, like this morning, I went out with a neighbor early. Uh, we were out at dark with our, our headlamps on and uh, riding out the meadow. And I love that. Like, I, I would much rather be able to get outside and work out. But a lot of times, like you're asking a typical day, it starts early and I, I just don't get that outside workout as consistently as I will just going downstairs and getting a workout and then getting ready. And um, I like to get into the office. We started seeing patients uh, for um, patient visits at nine and I'm typically in by 6.30 and the team gets in around seven. And so we have a lot of time before we actually see patients and the initial part of the day, uh, everybody just has their their kind of roles and getting ready. And then we have a, a team meeting where we'll focus on the schedule for the day. We'll go through every patient, talk about where they, they are in their treatment plan, any needs, any exercises, any concerns with their progress. When we go into that team meeting, we'll start with a prayer. We start with an affirmation. And then everybody on the team who, who you know well, because uh, we've got to work with you, they have different things that they, they report on. And then we take turns at the end of each meeting, sharing uh, inspirational message or just something that, that has mm -hmm. meaning to us. And then we close with a, a team cheer. And, uh, and then from there, it's just a few minutes before we start seeing patients. But we, we really work to get to um, a peak state and where we're, we're really ready to be present with patients, not thinking about, oh, I needed to get these notes done. And now we've got to try to do that between patient visits. Um, we work to create an environment that once we are serving patients, we can just be in the zone. And that's, that's what our focus is. Yeah. And I want to interject a couple of things here, Dr. Steinle. The first thing that stands out to me is the, you, I see a similarity between what you put yourself in early in the morning with that workout, whether it's a personal affirmation that you're listening to, or whether it's the motivation from the Peloton instructor, you're getting your own cup filled first, if you will. Right. You're getting your energy brought up so that then when your team comes in at 7 a.m., you can be that person for them. Yeah, that's, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's so important. And I love that concept, Mr. Fitchell, just of filling your cup. And I know you've got mentors in your life and people that you can turn to to, to help do that. And I, I think whatever your career, that's, that's just essential, especially when we're, we're focused on service to others and have families that we're pouring into and friends is that you've got to make sure that you've got something that you can ground yourself in 
to fill fill your cup on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, two more follow ups here. The first, uh, let, let's stay right there uh, in a similar spot of of taking care of yourself, Doctor Stanley. I'm really good at following a training plan. As you mm-hmm. know, you helped get my yeah. body in shape as I prepared. I mean, grueling workouts for four months for, with the Iron the Ironman seventy point three last year. But yep. Dr. Stanley, I'm not very good at consistently working out if I don't have a tangible goal. So hmm. what advice might you have for me and other listeners who, who feel the same way? Well, I mean, obviously for you, you, you just need to have a, a goal, something that you're, you're working towards. And I've seen that is anytime that you have something that's actually a set competition or like a competition that you've just created for yourself that you are much more focused on it. Or the other thing you can do is, is you can link your, your life mission to that workout. And so as a chiropractor, it's very physical what I do. And so often my motivation in the morning, because I'm not training for an Ironman, is as I'm doing a shoulder strong, so that I don't have a shoulder injury. And as I'm, I'm doing the leg workout, I'm doing it so that I, I can continue to stay in my profession and have a long career. Like one of my affirmations is that I'm, I'm happily practicing until I'm 75 years or as long as I want to. And that, that makes those mornings easier just to get up and go because it's not just like I'm getting out of bed to, to work out, but this is part of my life mission. And I find that really motivating. The other thing is, I, is I've had children too. And you start realizing that who I am is what being an adult means to them. It's what being a man means to them. And so it, it's easier to keep myself in check to make sure that I'm walking my talk because they're watching it and they start exemplifying it. Like it, it's so rewarding when on the days that where I'm not going in really early, if I'm working out and my five-year-old comes down and downward dog or lunges, or, you know, she gets on the exercise ball just because she's seen me do it or my wife do it. And, and that, that it feels like, okay, this is, these little lessons are, are taking hold. Um, not something we ever talked about, but they just see us exemplify it. That's got to make you smile. <laughs> it does. Oh, that's awesome. And, and I can appreciate that having children would absolutely help keep you in check. I have several friends who have recently started families, and I've noticed, whether they've told me or not, that they do a better job of taking care of themselves, whether that's the way of working out, nutrition, alcohol and drug intake. So that, mm-hmm. that, that's a point well taken. Dr. Stanley, I'm curious, as we think about, I, I noticed that you said you, you, you're in the office Monday through Thursday, not that mm-hmm. you don't work any other time, but as a whole, there's this pressure to work really hard in, in the workforce so that you can climb and, and be promoted but what I've found from a lot of friends is like me included, it's hard to have a work-life balance. So if you could just tell us about how you think about work-life balance. 
That's that's always such an interesting question, and at a, a different place in my life right now than than you are. And I I remember very well when I first got into practice. I was twenty four and moved to Evergreen. I don't have any family, any friends here, and opened my office and I I just poured myself into the the office. Uh, if I wasn't in the office, I was out in the, the community meeting people, doing events, doing several talks a week at the office, talking about different health topics. And that that really continued it through my 20s uh, into my 30s. And, and a big changing point for me was when I met my my now wife, Mandy, and we got married and decided to that we were going to start a family. And that made me step back and just realize the the early mornings and late nights. That wasn't what I, I wanted to have for my family long term to, to come home after after dinner. And so I, I the, like the question that you're asking is, can you achieve that earlier on where you start establishing more? This is my my personal time, my family time, my friend time, my professional time. And the, the the thing I've realized is that the more that those things can be one and the same. And so certainly there's there's a barrier or a line between when I'm in the office and when I'm with my my family. But also when I'm in the office, so much of it being in the office also can help fill those other buckets of my life, like uh, personal growth and spirituality and the sense of being in service to others because I get fulfillment out of my, my career. Does that make sense, Mr. Fitzgerald? Like it's, it's not just yeah. a job that I'm trying to climb, but it's, it's part of what I consider my life mission is, you know, to help people realize their potential from the inside out. And I do it through the, the vehicle of chiropractic. And for me now, it's still early mornings, early to the office. And then I'll, I'll call and talk to Grace and Jackson and Georgia before they go to school. But then on Tuesdays, uh, we start later in the office. So I get to take them to school. And I really emphasize those days that like, I'm, I'm not just taking them to school and I'm on a phone call with somebody like, no, like we're, we're talking about the day. We're talking about what they're looking forward to this morning on Fridays. I get to do that. We, we went early so we could go to the book fair and we went around in the library and we bought some books and some little pens for them. Uh, other days we'll try to get there early so we can go to the playground and it just makes it more intentional. Like you, you just realize like you do have time and you just to be intentional with that time, you can have a full cup in your family life and your, your love life and your professional life and your, your intellectual life, your physical life. And it, it just takes, it takes effort but what else are you going to do? <laughs> like that's that that's the best effort that you can put forth. Right, right. And the the two things that are really resounding 
to me, Dr. Stanley, number one, it's imperative to find fulfillment in your job because that's going to be a huge chunk of time. And then the second thing is to be intentional with the time you have. And it sounds like those are the two things, correct me if I'm wrong, but those seem like two of the very important things that help you achieve that family personal and professional time balance. Yeah, that's really well said. Yeah. And, and being intentional, it, it takes some effort. Like you just, you have to sit down and just ask yourself what, what matters to me and you, you can't do it all. And that was something that, that took me a a while to accept because especially when I was in my twenties, I just felt like I had so much runway ahead. Like, yeah, you can do it all. And, and then I started uh, to just realize like, well, I, I, I could do it all, but does it mean I'm doing it all really well? And, and so for me now, I have, I have some goals professionally. And then the other two big goals are that uh, my children, that they grow up knowing that they're, they're loved, that they're valued, and that they're prepared for a clean release into the real world. Meaning that uh, when that time comes that they, they leave the house, that they're, they're well-equipped with their, their minds, their, their bodies, the real-world skills to be able to go out. And then the third is just that, that Mandy and I, my wife, that we have a legendary love that like our children and our grandchildren will talk about. And those things all just require an intention. Like they don't, they don't just happen. Like you can get lucky once in a while, but to be consistent, it it requires just spending some time. And one of the practices I, I love and you and I've talked about is, just at night, just even if you're laying in bed, just a quick reflection uh, on the day and, and running it by the filters of, of the three things that are the most important to you and just ask, you know, was, how did I do today? And then related to that, uh, another thing I, I do and as a, a Christian, it's I just I forgive myself when I when I fall short and I, I give it up to God and, and just ask for guidance and that I do better than next day. And that's, that's been such a simple thing that just that grace, but it, it, it allows for a good night's sleep and like, all right, we're, we're going to be back at it again tomorrow. And then before going to bed, just to, to think about uh, what are the things tomorrow that are, are the most important things? Like what, what is it that I, that I, I want to do tomorrow? Like just writing them down or putting them in your head. And then when you wake up at 4.30, it's not like, hi, oh, I got to get up. It's like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm getting up. And you jump right into it rather than it's so easy to get drawn into something, an email that came in in the middle of the night or getting on social media. And all of a sudden, you're just down some rabbit hole and uh, your, your thoughts are, are not where they need to be. And you've wasted 25 minutes and then you're feeling bad that you didn't get your workout in. And you, you understand like, like that, that feeling, Mr. Fuchel. Yeah. And Dr. Steinle, you just took me on a roller coaster. I was, I was excited and happy for you thinking about the legendary love that you're trying to create with Mandy. <laughs> I love that. And thinking about how important it is to reflect on the day. Um, just, 
taking a two minutes, right? Even if you're just laying in bed to think about, hey, what am I proud of today? What went well and and what's on the agenda for tomorrow? I'm not sure if you caught it the last thing uh, on the roller coaster, Dr. Steinle. You said you can't do everything. And I'm not sure if you heard me. I took a very big breath on that one. I'm not sure who else needs to hear that today, but you're right. We can't do everything. And I think your point of like sitting down and reflecting on what gives me energy and and what do I want to spend my time doing? Because we can't do everything. So I want to personally reflect on that afterwards. I, I appreciate you uh, I appreciate that last segment, especially Dr. Steinley. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So as we wrap up here, before I put you on the spot with, with a question here that I'm excited uh, that, that you have no idea what's coming, what, is there anything else that you might want to add to the conversation at this point? Well, I guess... One thing I'll, I'll share, and I don't know if you, you and I haven't talked about this, but when I was in my 20s, I, I did a, a radio show and a television show for a number of years. And it sounds like a long time no what you're doing with your, your podcast. And at that time, there was a term called quarter life, quarter life crisis, talking about kind of the time you leave college. You go out into the, the, quote, real world for the first time and you go from this set structure of school where you knew where to be, when to be, and you knew what you had to do to pass or, or fail, you know, clear, pretty clear, black and white. And all of a sudden out into this world that kind of different rules and what, what does it mean to succeed? And like you just said, what's work-life balance and when should I get married? and and when should I have, have children and where should I live and what career should I pursue? And so we, we started um, sending out surveys to friends and then they sent it out to others. And we, we interviewed uh, several hundred quarter lifers and it kind of boiled it down to 30 of the biggest questions that, that were on our minds at that time. And then, um, then I would pass those questions through different guests that were on our, our shows and get, get their feedback. And one of, the, one of the truths that kind of came out of that that's always stuck for me is that once, as an individual, we, we accepted the idea that we, we matter, that your life's important, Mr. Fitzgerald, that that you are valuable. It changes everything. Like, it, and not, not just to say it, not to like just affirm it, but when, when you, when you really accept that your life's important, that it, it matters, then, then the choices you make to work out or to establish that work-life balance or to pursue something that, that you feel like brings service and benefit to this world, it becomes a lot easier because you're coming from a place that of a strong foundation and character. And so I, I just would leave that as, as, as individuals. It's like it's so easy now 
to look outside of us. But when we, we can build that strength and that character from the inside out, and, and no matter what somebody may be saying about us or what the world might even be saying, what your value is, when you can stand in the, the, the knowledge that you are important and that you have value, that there's just potential, incredible potential there. Thanks for sharing that, Dr. Steinley. The quarter life crisis. Um, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. And I hope that that message that each and every one of us matters uh, is a good affirmation for us all today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So let, let's uh, let's wrap up here with the question, Dr. Steinley. Hypothetically, this was similar to uh, what you do with your radio show. We got I got some questions in from listeners. Uh, that, that they said would be fun to ask people. So if you had one superpower, Dr. Steinley, what would it be and why? Now, I've always wished I could just pause time and uh, you know, pause time with my kids as they're growing and just, and just enjoy that even more or pause time in the morning with my workout and just be able to get a longer workout. And I guess that gets back to what we were just talking about, Mr. Patrell. It's like, I can't do that. And so that's why it's being intentional is so important because it passes. And it, it, you know, just this morning when I was riding back through Elk Meadow, I noticed these aspen trees right along the, the side as you're going up Squaw Pass. I know you, you know that area really well. When I rode on Tuesday, they, they were all just beautiful, bright yellow against the, the evergreens. And uh, most of those trees had dropped their leaves. And it's like, wow, here we go. Like we're, we're moving through fall and, and we're moving into winter. And so that would be the superpower. And, and I guess the superpower that to apply is just to be intentional with the time that we have. That's awesome. And I can't help but see some symbolism of, uh, of change. And I think, Dr. Stanley, you've given us some incredible things to reflect on. And just like the leaves that are falling, the, the pretty yellow aspens all over Colorado <laughs> right now, they'll come back. And, and they'll, be, they'll be just as pretty, if not prettier, next year. And I think that change is so important. So I hope that everyone finds one takeaway from today. Dr. Stanley, this has simply been a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Patrell. I think you're incredible. I, I think that uh, what you're doing uh, in your professional life, what you're doing for the water project, uh, I'm just excited to see your future. And thanks for letting me be on your podcast today. Thank you. So should we close with that team cheer? <laughs> Can you lead us? Can you lead us with the team cheer? <laughs> I'm going to save that just for the office because there's some specifics there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. He'll keep, us, he'll keep us on our toes. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you.